Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Dining Room Table. Was it too loud? Was my high too loud? <laughs> it was just real enthusiastic, right. which is great. Yeah. Okay. I just can't, I I'm can't so stay there. Here. I can't meet you there the whole time. I'm sweating. <laughs> oh, this sweatshirt's so hot. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to, uh, it's the high part. It's strange. All right. Welcome to another episode of The Dining Room Table. I'm Ryan, this is Alyssa, and she cannot keep it together. For some reason. Day 342 of quarantine. <laughs> That's what it feels like. We gotta be close to that number. Oh, What's it been? It's I been, actually don't want to know because it's going to be like seven days. Yeah. It um, is spring break, though, so it we're, is. we're taking a break from yeah. homeschool. We have been. We played in the backyard yesterday. The weather was a little bit nicer. Yep. That's so, helpful. Um, no, it, it, in all seriousness, it's been going pretty good. I feel like that's the thing that people do on podcasts now is, how's quarantine going? Right. Well, we just did a whole episode on it. Yeah, we did. Yeah, <laughs> so we don't have to talk about it anymore. Up. It's the follow-up episode. Yeah. I hope you all are still healthy. Yeah, definitely. Um, so... We got the privilege to be on a podcast, um, and we'll tell you more about that soon when it when it's released. It was a great ex- great experience. We were very yeah, excited, and well, and just some amazing, amazing um, gals in Seattle. Yes, sorry. Yeah. Oh, while well, you're giving tease. too much information, sorry, away. sorry, sorry. But they're awesome, and it was really fun. We got to just talk about. I think in the wedding industry, that's what's really interesting we found this right away is that no matter what kind of vendor you are we all share in something definitely we all want to um, exchange stories and experiences because we get it we understand so that was really fun to be able to do that with them one of them is a photographer one of them's a a wedding planner and that's all i'm going to tell you (laughs) that's it that's the last of the information it's not really that secret um but it was it was fun because we had conversations about weddings obviously and mm-hmm. um and just hearing even from their perspective from the wedding planners uh, perspective about some of the things um, was really interesting yeah and so this isn't a uh this isn't us discussing what we discussed on that podcast <laughs> but it gave us some ideas of like oh man there's a lot of things i mean the, i don't know how long we recorded it was a long. i don't know how long their episode will be they'll probably edit us down yeah. well that's the thing if we you're tend ramble, i tend to ramble if you're a wedding vendor you understand it's like when someone can empathize and relate to what you do you know you can just kind of go all day talking about um your your different perspectives and it it got us thinking about that relationship specifically the wedding planner and the photographer and and that but then even uh, in a broader sense just how our relationships are with all of the vendors specifically working like how that kind of process goes right Mm -hmm. yep and there's it's an interesting business, yeah. uh, uh, maybe unlike others, but certainly unlike any of the other ones that we're, we're in, in the commercial side or other things like that. Yeah, because you are, when you participate or clients hire you for a wedding, that wedding showcases your work. And so immediately it's it's a way to market yourself. Right, which is why like for vendors that do work for like say a celebrity couple, um, which we've done obviously handfuls. 
but we're not allowed to show you. No, but but a lot of times you do sign, uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. an NDA or something that says that we won't post these photos or videos because obviously privacy. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, the industry standard is you you charge more for that because you've lost the ability to market. So it's very much part of the work that you do goes into securing you other work. That's, yeah, that's a big part of this of this industry, right? right? For sure. Well, the tricky thing is. Ultimately, you're being paid by a couple who's hiring you and trusting you even. And obviously, we, we've talked about this before. We take it really pretty seriously yeah. when somebody's inviting us into the wedding day. Mm-hmm. And it's a really personal experience for us and obviously for them. We are working for them, obviously, but we're working with other people who are in the same boat we are in that the amount of work and time and effort they pour into this wedding is also for other weddings. I mean, it's not. It's for the couple, but it's for other weddings. And I think why this why this industry functions this way a little bit is because um, we can't do all of the work that comes to us, right? right? In the commercial side of things, most of the time, if somebody inquires for, for a work, I look at my calendar and I fit them in where it fits. Mm-hmm. With a wedding, there's only a certain number of dates a year. And so mm-hmm. we just can't, like, we just can't do every single wedding and we're not a studio with big teams or anything like that right so because of that every wedding has to serve as also kind of advertising Mm -hmm. so i guess my question is or or what 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 i we both have talked about and think is interesting is how do you kind of toe that line first of all for the couple Mm -hmm. um when you want to get stuff that that is to get published or for you kind of, but then also ultimately for them and they're the ones that hired you. How do you kind of navigate that? Yeah. I think everyone would have a different answer to that. My feeling is it, I, my clients are the ones who have hired me. And so they are my priority, obviously. And so I'm not going to do something that is in my best interest you know, I want to do what, what I do, I want it to be in their best interest. So for me, that means I'm talking to them beforehand and I'm figuring out what is most important to you, what kinds of things. And, and obviously I'm going to capture the, you know, the wedding, but I want to know, oh, our friends from out of town are going to be there. We're never together. It's really important to me to get just good candid stuff of these friends. Awesome. I'm going to highlight that. And so if there's a time in the day where I'm seeing these friends interact and I'm getting great candid shots, but then it's also a moment where the wedding planner is going, hey, I set up this style board, you know, over here, I want to use it for my blog. That's a time where I would say, that's not important right now. I need to be getting this because this is what was important to the clients, not necessarily the the details. So that's my feeling. Does I, it go into as you make a timeline and you start to mm-hmm. look from the beginning of the day, knowing the things that are important to you that you want? Because again, you you want to shoot a wedding so that you have work to show to to potentially book other weddings. And as you look through that timeline and then obviously listening uh, or those priorities and then listening to what the couple is ultimately wanting the day, how do you how do you kind of structure it? Does that affect the way you list out a timeline? Yeah, for sure. Because if 
the couple's photos are the most important to them, then I'm going to go, okay, let's look at the timeline and give as much time as we can to couple session, even do a few of them. That absolutely plays into the timeline a little bit. Do you think that for you, that the couple session is the most important thing? For me? For you. Like, let's say you, you had two people and they were, they were getting married for you. Right? <laughs> so they, were, they had no, they, they didn't even know each other. They were just getting married. It was a fake wedding. And you were putting the timeline together. What aspect of that day would you be um, kind of circling and making sure that you had the time, place, all that kind of stuff? Yeah. Pro- I mean, probably couples photos. Do you think that's typical for most photographers? Maybe. I've, I know of some who it's most important for them to get details. Like, what did the invitation look like? What did the, and they're super, they do a beautiful job and they're super into style. I mentioned this already, but style boards where they're placing everything. Sometimes people even bring in like a designer to help lay out all the details. I love all that. I think all of that is part of the story. So that is very important. Sure. Um, But it's, it wouldn't be my, honestly, it wouldn't be my strong suit. Got you it. know, yeah. I, I will get them and I'll tell, I'll capture those details, but I'm looking for more of a way to tell the story of the day. Sure. And so if your shoes are just kind of thrown on the floor in the corner, that's how I'm going to shoot them. Cause Got I it. think that's, that tells a story. I think. So then the question is you meet with a couple and they want to hire you, but maybe it's as they look through their day, the couple session is not they want photos, but it's not the most important thing. And, and they've hired me. And they've hired you. And you're looking through. I'm not going to say details are the most important. Who cares what the most important thing is? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, obviously you care. But like what if you, if they're going, ah, you know what? 15 minutes is going to be fine for a couple session. You know, oh man, I would love. Or, you know, let's say we're downtown and mm-hmm. I, I get some beautiful footage. Um, or not footage. You don't call it footage. I call it footage. Photos. photos yeah. Um, how do you handle that? with a client, right? Yeah. Because they, they're not as concerned about the couple session, but you know, a great couple session is going to be, it's going to be helpful for you as far as posting on Instagram and all those other kind of right. things. Well, first I would say I would be talking through with them. You hired me based on my work that you've seen. And I would pull out examples. Sure. This wedding, we had half an hour of right. a couple session or something like that. So you want to make so sure So I want to make know. sure that they know so that they're not going into it expecting what they've seen, but then also then at the end of it they're like, "Oh, well, she didn't yeah. give us as many photos." We worked with a photographer who actually had in her contract. I thought this was kind of genius, but she basically said, "If we don't get 90 minutes mm-hmm. together, I cannot guarantee I don't know how she worded it, but like basically what you see on my blog and my Facebook mm-hmm. and that kind of a thing, you don't get that unless we're guaranteed 90 minutes. Yeah. And and I, I understand where she's coming from. Yeah. I think that's smart. I 90 minutes is a lot to me. Sure. But obviously, I think that's really smart to temper those expectations where it's like, I expect you to do what you did for this wedding. 10 different poses, but, three but different the locations. Way, right. But logistically, I want it to be this way. Well, those just don't match up sometimes and so I want to make sure I'm talking through that with them to help them understand yeah um and then you do have to kind of um account for going places like 
oh, we have to drive to sure. this location or there's setbacks or things are running right. a little late or whatever. So, okay. So you, that let's say that you, they understand. Great. No worries. We're really not that interested. You know, we care more about candies. We care more about the cocktail hour or something, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we like how you shut the cocktail hour. So we're going to do a, an hour. We're going to do a three hour cocktail hour. Perfect. Okay? And so our, our couple session is 15 minutes. Yeah. You know, cocktail hours aren't going to necessarily book you any more weddings. I mean. But they don't. I'm, yeah. Sorry. That was a pause for dramatic effect, but I wasn't finished <laughs> with my question. <laughs> um, so you so you know that, um, but they, they just don't want the couple session. Or they don't care as much about it. Oh. How are you approaching that day, knowing that this is not maybe going to be a portfolio in the way that you were thinking about it? Do you, do you understand what I'm asking? I, I see what you're saying. Like, it's kind of a challenge that I enjoy where I'm having to get stuff also for me that right. I know I'm going to be able to market later. So even though it's it's not quite the things that I would prefer, it's also, this is their wedding and it's unique to them and i'm going to absolutely do my best to yeah do what i do i yeah. don't know yeah is is that the advice you would give cuz obviously it, the scenario i laid out fits with your style anyways because right. your your style is is hey let's do candids and i can get creative maybe it's somebody just starting out and that is a little bit less comfortable how, how can they approach the client do you think in a conversation and say something like look i would really love to have a little extra in the photo in the in the set in the uh, uh, excuse me the couple session yeah. or is that something where you're well i think even in the scenario you gave me you push back as in it gently but you're you you approach and go just so you know in order to get what i get with these weddings that i've been able to shoot and yeah. that you saw, I need more time, you Definitely, know, sure. and if they come back and they're adamant, no, we don't care. We don't want it. Then it's like, okay, great. Like it's, yeah. it's not about us and, in, and it's not the, about us. It's about the couple. Agreed. Yeah. And I think that's, that's kind of the important part. And in fairness, we've shot enough weddings knowing that almost there's almost always room for everybody to kind of get what they need in the timeline if you're if you're communicating early up front. Yeah, right? for sure. And so so it's it's certainly possible to say, okay, that's fine. Can we do maybe ten minutes at sunset or something like that? Yeah. And you can still get kind of the footage or the <laughs> photos that you want or the footage that you want. Um and still give them a timeline that fits with what they're looking for. Yeah. I don't think I've never been to a cocktail hour that's actually three hours. Yeah, that's that I mean that's fun. cocktail hours. Cocktail hours. That's what it would be. <laughs> yeah. Multiple. Um, I, there is an element to where not just what do you want captured to the clients? How do you want to experience your day? And if they're like, we don't want it to be a giant photo session. Absolutely. Then it's like, ah, great. We're, we will avoid that. Yeah. You know? And I think if you are just starting out, experience does help where you're practicing and practicing, practicing to where you only have 10 minutes, you capitalize on those 10 minutes. Right. You know, you know your settings are right. You know the lighting's good. You know the location and whatever. It's going to give you the optimal lighting in those 10 minutes. Those kinds of things come with experience, but I think you can practice, practice, practice outside of just shooting weddings yeah. to where you feel confident in in having those 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, 
so that that's one aspect of it is is working with a couple and knowing, hey, we, you know, I, I want to get the things that I need to to promote this wedding, to showcase this wedding. But right. but I'm, but I'm more than that. I'm here for you and knowing how to get what you actually want. Mm-hmm. The other side of it is you're working with vendors who are also in it to promote themselves. Um, so how, how, did, how do you interact? And, and I can answer this one too, but how, how do we, do we respond when say we're working with a, a wedding planner or something and, and their focus seems to be their own work that they've done. Does that make sense? That question that I'm asking, and this is hypothetical. I'm not saying that we've worked with a wedding planner that was this way specifically. Right. But, um, there have been times, right, in, in our in our extensive wedding career <laughs> that we've worked with people that it it starts to feel like we're making sacrifices on the couple's behalf right? that isn't necessarily what they want, but it's for us to, you know, try to get this wedding published. Yeah. I'm trying to be careful You're- here. I, I don't want to, like, you know what I'm saying. I'm not trying to, to offend people, but I think it's an interesting, uh, I think it's interesting. Yeah. So, so go for it. So I've set it up and now you can step on the landmine. You're welcome. I, we've, we've obviously worked with a lot of vendors and we have worked in a lot of weddings. And so we have seen where people can shift their priorities from this is for the couple to this is for my blog or this is for me to get published as a fill in the blank. Yeah. baker florist wedding planner um photographer right. this is for me to promote myself afterwards and then the bummer about that is vendors in that mindset totally lose sight of what's important to the couple right and we've seen that happen to where the couple really wants one thing and then you know, vendors are pulling them a different direction. You're all working together for the couple, but also for each other. You're, you're a support system in that way. So, you know, I want to make my photos available to vendors to be able to promote their businesses for sure. Um, the, the balance I have to have and check in with is on the day, where am I devoting my time is it, and I always want to make sure it's for the clients and yeah. not for well, and myself I think that's, or others. I, I think that's really where, where it comes down to. And I can speak from a videos side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're not, we don't sub- try to submit our wedding films to blogs. Most of the blogs want photography. They'll, they'll want video, but it's usually tacked at the bottom of the post. Right, and so yeah. um, it's a lot of work to submit. And, and I understand that that's a big part of, um, you know, photographer videographer planners people that submit that's a they spend that time because it's you know it's worth it for them right so i'm not knocking that um but our our films specifically are are a lot more focused on the couple the the like kind of like the things you said it's the it's the natural action that's happening during the day so Mm -hmm. we'll get the details as they're relevant to the couple and as they're relevant to the wedding um but we don't spend a ton of time you know, shooting every single dish and napkin and whatever, unless of course we've spoken with a couple and they've said, Hey, this is, you know, it's really important. So, but like you were saying, we, we want to capture those details. I'm happy to capture those details. So the wedding planner who's done all of this unbelievable work has something to show, right? 
and right. and and you know they can use their phones and they can and they can take pictures and video and post it to their social media and kind of showcase it but obviously it it's not exactly the same as having these professional, professional photographers yeah. do it or or video so um i think it it always is just that uh, you know, uh, this I feel like is a theme of our podcast, but it, it comes down to communication, right? Mm-hmm. So when we've talked, we've had in the past where wedding planner said, hey, I'd love to get shots of this, you know, if it's possible. I'd love, like, they worked really hard on it. They would love to have shots of it. And if the alternative is, I'm going to bring my own videographer in. I'm going to bring my own photographer in. Right. That's not kind of a no-no. So, right. So we're happy to make that work or, mm-hmm. or do what we can to make it work. But again, I think it always is just... We're talking, we've spoken with the couple, we've talked through what's important to them. Mm-hmm. We've spoken with the wedding planner and we know what they're hoping to get or the florist or the, or right. the baker or whatever. Um, and so then we're, if the mission is always give the couple the best experience, then everything, every decision we make through the day is just going to, that's the direction we're going. So yeah. that's just the question. Do, do we have time to do this? Is this going to cut into this part of the day? And is that not something that the couple wanted? Then that's our answer. Right. And it's not really terribly difficult. We, we just yeah. look through and go, well, you know, here's where we're at. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that can come tension, which I think sure. it's, we're advocates for the couple. So I think that tension is okay. Um, you know. Yeah, but definitely. Yeah. I would be interested in, in exploring something where, okay, you know, this couple hires a florist, gorgeous flowers, all this beautiful, um, all these beautiful arrangements. And they want me to make sure that I'm getting tons of, tons of flower stuff. The florist would love that. Well, the couple and the way that they are, my package structure works and the way that we worked out the day, say they hire me for eight hours and they don't want a second shooter. Um, and you know the while they're super excited about the flowers they don't want every single arrangement shot or they don't sure. want you know so i would be curious to see if that florist knowing how much work they're going to put into it and how beautiful these are going to be if they would be able to or something to come to me and ask and and basically pay me to hire a second shooter for them Interesting. yeah i i would just be curious to explore that because i think that's one thing that probably vendors don't necessarily understand as much as like if i'm having to take time away from the couple or time away from other things i would normally be shooting or even just the flow of the day well now it's now and, i'm super rushed and stressed trying to make sure that i'm right. getting all these details before you know right when it's right when it's all set up but before guests show up and not to mention that the post the post work exactly, and if that's what I was going to say. Yeah. That now there's all these photos to edit that aren't necessarily again for the clients; they're more for the florist. Um, I would just be curious to explore something like that. Yeah, I th- I think um, you know if if people have that mindset of what I'm asking this person to do um, is going to cost them something, mm-hmm. it may be small. But it is going to cost them time. It's going to cost them time on the day, time after the day. Um, so just be aware of that, right? Yeah. And, and I think yeah. if that that's going to kind of change how you maybe approach with the question, maybe be appreciative when it when it does get done, and maybe even offer to say, "Hey, if this is really worth it to me, can we work out compensation?" I I, I think again, 
by and large, yeah. we're able to document the day and deliver photos and deliver video that work great for the makeup artist and the and the um, you know the florist and these people that mm-hmm. showcase it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is always going to be days that are just a little bit different, or 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 the way it's laid out, or or what's important to the couple has changed. And so I think it's just uh, you know being able to communicate, yeah, and being for able sure. to work through that. And I love. When all of the vendors, I, it's, I love when we, um, can work together in that way, you know? Yeah, definitely. I love giving people photos that they can use for their website and, and, you know, Instagram and marketing and whatever. Um, I think it's just a very interesting question when it comes to what does the client want versus what do the vendors want for themselves? Um, you know, we just have to kind of find that balance. Yeah, for sure. I think the other thing to remember is that as wedding vendors, word of mouth is still our lifeblood. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously. Like that. So when it comes down to being published versus word of mouth, in our experience, word of mouth is going to take us farther just because someone's happy with how we shot their wedding and, and their experience with us, they're going to pass that on to other people. And that is so much more valuable in my opinion than being published on a blog that maybe someone finds you, which is great, but I really think word of mouth is, is more valuable. So that is something to think about too. Yeah. That's been our experience and that's kind of where we land. I understand there are other people who operate differently and maybe they've had different successes with being published or on a wedding wire or Mm -hmm. or the knot or something like that. Um, so it, it might just be a different style approach to it, but definitely that's been for us. Word of mouth is priority or has been, um, has been a better, a better form of advertising. Yeah. And maybe it's the most important thing for the couple to get published. That's a thing Absolutely. too. Absolutely. It's, it's like, we want to make sure that this, you know, gets published somewhere, which is awesome. And if that's the priority, then it's like, okay, let's make sure we have enough time for all yeah. the things. Yeah, yeah. for sure switching gears but staying a little bit in the wedding I was editing um I was editing a wedding recently and the couple it was a sunset portion uh, uh sunset por- oh, portrait yeah. session and the couple was was the style of this photographer was to pose them set up a flash and flash for sunset it's a look it's a style it's great and that was what she, that's what she was doing and so um they took a couple and then all of a sudden the 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 groom just kind of grabbed the bride and lifted her up and she started crying and i'm thinking this is gold right it and was a real it was a moment. incredibly real moment that had happened and so um <laughs> and i have video proof of the <laughs> photographer came and started oh yeah 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 move, move this way move this way and grab kind of came over and grabbed her, actually reached up and said, put your hand up here. And this moment that was happening that was like, like amazing, um, was totally neutered by this (laughs) photographer that, that, that was so set in like their, their style or their approach to shooting this session. And I understand sunset sessions can be a little bit, um, uh, high uh, pressure or whatever because the sun is setting. There's a time limit on them, right? So you're, sure. you're trying to get what you can get before the sun is gone. Um, but it was 
it was so offensive to me. <laughs> Not actually like ruining my shot. It was fine. But but that you would kind of miss this yes. moment that was so great. Yes. And, and so the question is, obviously, I think you could probably guess how I feel about that. <laughs> but there are times during the wedding day that what's happening can be documented and it might not be the way you would normally do it or even the way you want to do it. Right. Have, have you experienced moments like that or, or have you had a tendency to, to think, oh, I'm going to pose them in this certain way and then something happens and you're forced to just, just shoot? Yeah. I, well, I think you probably, you said it, we share the same feelings, but I, I would position myself in a way to capture that the best that I could, even if it wasn't the ideal angle or the ideal light or whatever, because that's a real moment. You don't want to interrupt that and, and interject yourself in something that's real. Because I just think about when they look back at those photos, they're not going to remember how sweet that was that they just savored the moment and were just like so involved in this amazing thing. And then there's the photographer moving, sure, literally yeah. <laughs> repositioning them. So, I for me, I would just it's like, okay, this lighting's not great or the angle's bad or whatever. I'm still gonna capture it because I'm not gonna mess with it. It's it needs to happen. There's an awareness that needs yeah, to there's an be awareness. there. And in fairness to this to to this situation, um, that seems like a no brainer. Like, oh my goodness, but. I can, I know there are times where the, the, maybe the, the dad enters the room or the mom enters the room during getting ready and they they start to have this moment, um, that was unexpected and where I'm standing means I'm going to be shooting into the worst light possible. Mm -hmm. And I feel the urge to say, Oh wait, come over here. And so I, so I, I understand that of going, Oh, this is going to be amazing. And I, I want it to look as amazing as it can be. Um, and so I understand that urge. Yeah. That said, there are many in those situations we've just had to say, no, just get it. Just right. get the shot. Yeah. And and it, it may not look as beautiful as you want it to look or as beautiful as it could look, but the moment will be real. And to yes. us that's far more important than Absolutely. redoing the moment so that it's not genuine, but it looks beautiful. Yeah, because they're not going to remember. Like I said, they're not going to remember the real moment. They're going to remember, oh, that felt awkward having the photographer or videographer interrupt us. Right. Um, I It's actually happened to me um, from videographers where we're, we're set up kind of to whether it's a first look or something like that, it's like we're we're ready to have this real kind of interaction and just kind of step back and let it happen. Yeah. And and a videographer stepped was in. It, it was not you. Uh. <laughs> um, stepped in while they both same really similar situation. They looked at each other. They both were just on the verge of tears and like, ah, and he just stepped in and, and moved them and said, okay, now act like you're happy and, and open, you know, <laughs> act, act, act. And, and I just, oh, I, I, it was so sad to me. I just felt like, oh, we missed it. It feels like a, a movie set instead of their actual Typically, wedding day. The, 
the bride and groom are not professional actors. Right. <laughs> I mean, like I said, we've done typically. plenty of celebrity weddings. And so <laughs> we just can't show you. They're just important things, I think, to remember, especially when you're first starting out. You just have to be aware of right. what's happening. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And if that means step back, let them have their moment, do it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I think we've probably talked enough about the wedding, the wedding industry. I think so. Yes. We were, we were inspired from our conversations with, are we keeping it a secret? Are we, are we building suspense? Is that what we're doing? I, I don't mean, really know why. Really, if they decide that everything we said was just garbage right. and they don't put it on their yeah, podcast that's, that's at all. Say yeah. Cause then we'll look like fools. <laughs> all right. But, so it's probably coming and it's going to be <laughs> really good. Their part will be great. Yes, they were, they were awesome. That was really fun. I don't know how we sounded. Um, thank you very much for watching. Hopefully you found some of that interesting. Uh, as always, feel free to reach out with questions or comments. Um, and uh, we will be, we'll be here. We're not going anywhere. Yep. Yeah. We're not we're going staying anywhere. home. We're stuck. Mm -hmm. uh, another day marked off the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs>